90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Well, look at that. We are back in the 90s. And in the now, Kel, Adam, how are you? Hello, I'm wearing my Oceaga t-shirt. Ah, channeling some positive <laughs> vibes that that will happen this year. <sighs> Sharon, you have to explain what Oceaga is for our American listeners. Well, I think that uh, Oceaga speaks for itself, honestly, because it's one of the best festivals in North America, and it draws a lot of people from uh, not only across Canada, but uh, our our neighbors to the south of us in the States, and also from around the world. And the fun fact about Oceaga, it's a three-day music festival, and what happens uh, generally is that we tend to share artists on our lineup uh, as well as uh, Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. So that happens same weekend, and the mm-hmm. artists do like an up and down thing uh, from here to uh, outside of Chicago. Chicago, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of fun because it's a huge lineup of artists, and uh, obviously both festivals, uh, Oceaga and Lollapalooza, got uh, canned last year. Uh, so everybody is itching to make sure that they both happen again this year. And for us, the Foo Fighters were one of the headliners for Oceaga, so we are super fingers crossed yeah. that it'll happen this year so that I can be reunited with my rock and roll boyfriend in Montreal, <laughs> where it all started for us. Oh, Dave. <laughs> uh, trivia update, trivia oh. update, 24 to 9 for Sharon, 24 to 9 Yes, Sharon. well, there's another thing. If, if uh, you're new to the podcast, we do a couple of trivia questions that are based in 90s knowledge and uh and uh, it's between me and adam uh generally and adam is uh, i have an uh, handicap like we say he's got a slight (laughs) handicap because he was born in the 90s halfway there so his his 90s knowledge comes from birth uh, <laughs> and from the last hundred episodes we've done together, this is all I know about the 90s. Well, exactly. <laughs> we are here to teach on 90s now. We also talk about all kinds of things 90s. Um, and today we're going to talk about Jennifer Love Hewitt and her look at the past with a present filter. Um, also, that it's going to be beauty, travel, and food in Drew Barrymore's next venture. So that'll be fun to talk about. Uh, and with tongue in cheek, we'll talk about the old broad that's strutting her stuff on social media. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and news on another fun musical mashup of artists. And of course, like I said, we were just talking about Kelly's trivia. We'll get to those two questions, and you guys can see how you fare against again. What was the score, Kel? What's the run- the tally so 24 far? Twenty-four to nine. Twenty-four to nine. You love to hear that. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, do you think you'll break double digits this week? I thought. Last week, I would, so. <laughs> so did I. And then you went down in flames, right? Because Sharon got two points yeah. last week. Uh, so. Fire. <laughs> yeah, I was on. Can I tell you my t- my quick TikTok story? Oh, please. You've got a TikTok yeah. story? That really focuses in on the now quotient of this <laughs> yeah, show. So, yeah. yes. So, my TikTok, my TikTok story is that I started the account. Wow. And uh, Wait a minute. You weren't on TikTok until, like, the past couple weeks? Uh, yeah, until about two days ago. Yeah, I've been on yeah. for a year no. Have you done uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, you tell your story, then I'll tell mine. Wait, time out. Wait, 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 time out. Yeah. Am I the only one in the team that's not on TikTok? Now, yes, you, you are. You don't have a TikTok? I, I do not have a what's TikTok. What's your problem? 
<laughs> You're a millennial. You should have been on there first. I have a boyfriend that's on TikTok, and we spend probably half an hour watching TikTok videos each night <laughs> on his phone, <laughs> his account, but I do not have my own TikTok. Yeah. It is a wow. glorious time waster, that's for sure. Oh, well, th- yeah. this is what I've just discovered, too, is I'm like, this is so time-consuming, and I realize that I was right in, in holding <laughs> off on getting one of these things, <laughs> because, like, the only reason I got it is not to be witty and funny. I just, I'm trying to use it as a vehicle to keep promoting our shows. So nice. that's so that's what I've done. My first uh, my first upload actually is a little quick teaser of an upcoming interview I have with Serena Ryder. Um, so that'll be fun. But I cannot, but then I was watching Adam, I was watching like videos like probably you and your boyfriend do. And I'm like, I can't believe people probably spend hours creating this, like doing, oh. I don't know, like ep- emptying the dishwasher. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure some TikTok videos take 30 seconds to record some others must literally take hours yeah because they splice them and there's yep. like all this stuff going like there's a lot going on and i mean i appreciate and there's choreography there's lightning there's like oh yeah there's almost scripts and like dialogues and whatever it's like Phew. no i can't i can't I but can't. sometimes <laughs> you don't need all the wizardry you just need uh you know is it to because be good. you have your filter? <laughs> is it because what? <laughs> Don't you have a filter that you use? I know that's on Snapchat, but can you use it on TikTok? Uh, I think there's an op. I really, I, I haven't done much on, on TikTok, but I have been a okay. star of, of one. Well, I'm going to get us, I, assuming it's not gone yet, nobody steal it. I'm going to get us one for our show. <laughs> we should we should, uh, we should, should have it ready before we air the show, Kelly. Don't take any chances. Sh- <laughs> okay, I'm going to get on that. Okay, you have to look at one uh, yeah. posted by Debster. Zero eight. Uh-huh. Um, it's just worth the watch. And I can tell you that, uh, no, this is not the one. It's a good one. But if you, sh- you know what, yeah. if you just went to at Debster zero eight, you'd, yeah. uh, you'd enjoy some, uh, some good stuff. Yeah. I have one, uh, that I was a star of that got, uh, gosh, where did it go? There's a couple doozies that I've been in. Uh, so is it at the Sharon Highland? Like, how do we find you? It'd be best to find it at Debster08. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd say those words that many times in a minute. You can follow me at Kelly Alexander with two X's and at Kelly Alexander Show, and we'll get one uh, for our show. Sweet. Nice. So much going on. Oh, it's just, it's hard to keep up with the Twitter and the Facebook and the Instagram and now this. Now this. Yeah. Well, um, where are we, uh, where are we starting? Just from? before we wrap up our TikTok technicality, um, yeah. the one that you should be looking for uh, is a trick that I do with an orange that's generated <laughs> 245 uh, reactions. Okay, great. Wow. Yeah. And I'm many views. By like, the way, many views. There's a group, Adam, and you should check this out. There's a group called Emotional Oranges. They are an R&B group out of California. They are awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, Adam, who's check the, them out. Attention span? Who's the younger one of uh, the two of you? Well, it's just because you said oranges. <laughs> I know. I but like, <laughs> oh, Adam, you got to check yeah. out oranges. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love Anyways, it. back to you, Sharon. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start on the musical mashup note because I think it's a really cool story that Elton John... Uh, has done some work with Metallica. Wow. Isn't that cool? It's super cool and not at all surprising because Elton John is is Elton John. He's a huge fan of music and he's a huge uh, uh, 
like progressive kind of guy. Do you know what I mean? Like his attitude mm-hmm. is, and at least currently with uh, regard to his own music, he's recently talked about how he loves the hits and he loves the farewell tour that he's been doing or had been doing up until last year and will resume and complete. But then beyond that, he wants to get into some of the stuff that didn't get as much attention as the chart hits did. So it's cool, like album tracks or even some stuff that never got heard before. And that's all part of uh, Jewel Box, which he released just before Christmas. Um, so he wants to give actual performance time to some of those. So it's no surprise that he's interested in doing, you know, obviously something other than the hits. And he's always done that. So to put Elton John with Metallica, while on paper seems a bit like, what? Uh, makes complete sense in the mind of Elton John and probably in the mind of all of his fans. Well, didn't Metallica also do something with Lady Gaga a couple of years oh, ago? Oh, yeah. So, and like, them too, you know? like It's totally cool. It's fine. And he's so, like you mentioned too, he is, he is one of the, I would say, like elder statesmen that prides himself on being completely up on new music mm-hmm. constantly. Totally. Like he was on the Ed Sheeran train before anybody knew about him. You know what I mean? Like... He just knows what's going on. He was riding the ginger rails. Is that what you're saying? Um, (laughs) Is that offensive? I don't know. Because he's got red hair. Okay, great. (laughs) Love Ed Sheeran. (laughs) His kid has quite the name, though. That's a a mouthful. What is it? It's like Lyra Antarctica something Sheeran. That's a lot to hear. But like, I... uh, that would have not been a thought process of mine to name a kid Antarctica. Like, it's cool. It's like, but you need to own that bad boy. You know what I'm Chill saying? Chill factor's on high on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Lyra or Lyra? Lyra, because I so, think it's his fancy way of so it's, lyric. Uh, Lyra Antarctica Seaborn. Uh, that's Okay, so that's his better half's uh, surname. Nice. I like it. And I'm not sure if, if it's Sherry or Cherry, because that's it's spelt that way, but I'm not sure if it's Cherry Seaborn or Sherry Seaborn. With an I-E or a name. Y? Cherry, like regular cherry fruit. Yeah, they should have a. Do you like cherries, by the way? They should have a uh, like a spy team called Cherry and the Ginger. (laughs) Bondsman. (laughs) I like. They'll get you out of jail. Who helped you out, Cherry and the Ginger? (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. You know what? If this whole music thing doesn't work out for Ed Sheeran, he's got options. You know that I, from what I understand, he doesn't. Did you have have either of you seen him in in concert? Never. Because I think no. his last two tours. I think it's for sure his last one, and I think it was one before. He basically tours by himself. Yeah. Right. Like doesn't have a band. So like his set design and all that stuff cannot be, and like his, you know his production cannot be costing him that much. You know what I mean? Because he's not paying for eight band so members. So he's stingy. So. Well, no, but, but look at the amount of coin he must be bringing in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's not paying for a band, and he raked in one of the highest grossing tours ever, I think, in 2017 or 2018. And you wonder, so, like, as a fan being at the show, do you think, like, when you look at other performers, you're like, well, they've got all the dancers, and they've they put on this great show. Of course the ticket would cost that much. You get to it, and yeah. you're like, it's just him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that big a ticket price next time. Yeah. Because I think he uses too, like, I mean, I, I think he loops himself, right? He has that machine that loops himself and makes yeah. it, like, big and bad. So that's yeah. all cool. But that was, like, a one-time, you know, purchase for him to make, to buy that looping tool. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know and I mean? it's cool when you're doing, like, I don't know, one-off shows, you know? Like, you're just, yeah. you're at a club or something and you just surprise your fans by showing up at the pub that night. But yeah. I think when you can afford a band, maybe you do that. 
That's what I would have thought. But I mean, good for him. And I've, I've interviewed him uh, back in 2012, right when he was kind of get going. And he was really sweet and cool. And I, you know, I love him. I wish him all the best. So cool. Well, I wish Adam the best because it's time now for trivia. So good luck, Pally. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. Yeah. I worry for you this week, Adam. Let me surprise you. Double digits is my goal. Do it. All right. 24 to 9. Sharon's favor. Your names are your buzzers. Question number one. Everything I do, I do it for you. Featured on the soundtrack of which 90s movie? Sharon. Yep. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Sharon got a point. Adam, did you have any clues? (laughs) That was... uh, uh, Robin Hood, as played by uh, Kevin Costner. Was it Russell Crowe? Kevin Costner, right? And the soundtrack. How do you know that? Well, I've got a lot of storage up here in the steel <laughs> trap, right. and uh, she wasn't in the clubs then. She was sitting on the couch. I was, uh, I was finding a balance between the clubs with a Z and uh, <laughs> watching movies on my VCR <laughs> that I rented from Blockbuster. <laughs> I do find it really, really hard. Uh, to remember, like, to associate songs with movies, like, even movies really? I saw this year or last year or whatever, I I, I don't notice songs oh. in movies. Even if it's, a, like, a really memorable scene, it's like the music will just whoop, hmm. no clue. Like, even Lady Gaga, when she did that Star is Born business? Well, she was actually well, in the was, movie singing it, well, though. That was an yeah, original soundtrack, right? Yeah. Right. But this was a song for the soundtrack, was it not? Yeah. Brian Adams, Rod Stewart. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sting was the other one, right? It was an Ernest song. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, So 25 to 9. I'll get better. (laughs) I like Next question. All right. Here we go. Question number two. What was the name of the school where Saved by the Bell was set? Adam. Oh, Adam. Notre Dame. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah i'm not sure that they were that smart <laughs> okay. he just wanted to get the name in there that was awesome i tried go ahead sharon, sharon. i i don't remember at all oh really yeah. oh, okay uh bayside high bayside That's high it. yeah yeah i i remembered it when i saw the answer but i didn't remember it in advance i think i would have been that. uh uh concerned Too about old. my own well-being if i'd known the answer to that yeah <laughs> like it's about balance and everything but really I I don't know that I have any business remembering Bayside High. <laughs> but you know what's scary is that there's there's people that do. Sharon. That's true. There's and you know do. what? No yeah. disrespect to them at all. Oh yeah, no, of course. And I'm you know what? Maybe it's because I was subconsciously happy to get to 25. I love numbers divisible by 5. Nice. There we go. Don't you, Adam? <laughs> I love them. Can't wait to get there one day. <laughs> it's going to happen next week. Next show. That's when you're going to crack into the 10 threshold. Fingers crossed. (laughs) So uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt has spoken to People magazine about a bunch of stuff, but uh, part of what she was talking about was the wildly inappropriate questions that young female talent get asked, uh, certainly back when she was younger, but even, you know, uh, still now people get asked weirdo questions like, who are you wearing? Yeah, I mean, that's, there's an industry based on that, but uh, what what do guys say? Tuxedo. Um, But... (laughs) She sort of looks back on it and how she would answer those questions today 
and probably uh, what she said kind of in defense of herself having to be faced with that kind of ridiculous approach to to being interviewed as a female, a young female at that. And it was partially, I think, brought on by uh, the Britney Spears doc that she had Did you watched. watch that I haven't doc? seen it I, yet. I, I did, and it was disturbing. Yeah, I'm sure like, it is. It was just, it, especially those parts where you see the media uh, either going at her about what she's wearing and the inappropriate questions that she's being asked by middle-aged, like, men mm-hmm. who have no business talking about any of that, uh, especially to, like, a 20-year-old or whatever she was at the time. And then even the way it was twisted, too, with, like, you know, how she was the one at fault for the Justin Timberlake breakup. Like, it's really crazy how... Because I for sure fell into that trap a bit. Like, after seeing Justin's video for Cry Me a River, like, you kind of just like, oh, what did she do? And you... It's almost like a subconscious yeah. thing. And I don't think, like, he maliciously was, in t- like, intending to you know, really derail her life or any of that stuff. But it's crazy how, like, some sort of creative idea, idea that he or his team came up with was, like, really damaging. Well, sure. In a subtle, and then, in a subtle way. Well, for sure. You know, and then the he time. doesn't have any... Why would he think that anything is wrong? Because similar to what she, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, said in this article, uh, being asked certain questions, you know, okay, well, I guess... I. I wouldn't be asking if it, or they wouldn't be asking if it wasn't, uh, if it was inappropriate. So you have that sort right. of trust. And so mm-hmm. if he's like a Justin Timberlake is surrounded by his people who are saying, yeah, we should do this song. You know, it's sort of like a herd mentality. Yeah, it should be fine. Let's do it. Yeah. But yeah. really, like, yeah. at what point does a, a pop star relationship breakup matter to anybody but them? It shouldn't, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like just by definition, mm-hmm. but because... Yeah. Because like the the media that focuses on that stuff, the the these like magazines and other outlets that rely on this stuff to happen, that's gold for them. So of course they're gonna you know throw matches on the on the fire or on the or throw gas on the fire, I should say, to make it to make it work for them. It's certainly not yeah. in the interest of uh, of the subjects of the story. That's obvious. Yeah, zero zero crazy. Uh, so that's that's where our fired up. <laughs> uh notion will uh will start and that's on one end of the spectrum and then i i mm-hmm. you know tongue in cheekily mentioned the old broad that's posting pictures of herself on instagram it could be either <laughs> one of us kel but it's not what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> is going from one wildly appropriate in a sorry wildly inappropriate line of questions for younger stars to uh the envelope pusher that is madonna that for whatever reason, yeah. her age is always something that's referred to or mentioned. You know, she, it's not like uh, we could just leave her alone. You know, she's just sitting around in her leather and lace lingerie, snapping pics and posting on Insta. What's the prob? It's <laughs> that's so, how I talk it's now. So ridiculous. By the way. I like it. It's uh, <laughs> super millennial. Yo, um, word. What I don't like is that she's been facing this since basically she was in her maybe what late thirties, yeah, mid to late thirties. That she was like over the hill, and why is she dressing like knocking this? on forties door, right? Yeah, and it's absolutely ridiculous. And you know, she was and she was gorgeous in her forties. She's still gorgeous now, and like the fact that she can get up on stage and do what she ju- does. Um, with the effort and the determination and all that stuff, especially because she was injured during the last tour mm-hmm. and really had to put on the, uh, put on the, you know, like all octane engines forward to try to get through it. And even at that, she had to, to, to take a break because I think her hip was, uh, injured or, or what have you. But 
I can never understand how people go at her for that. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's just because and they can. And I think it's the same line uh, or, uh, yeah, it's the same line. It's the same people that benefit from knocking people down, whether they're younger and making them feel sort of compelled to answer inappropriate questions or they're older and chipping away at, well, who do you think you are for doing that? Like, mm-hmm. at a point, it has to be uh, mentioned that these outlets are the problem, not the fact that Madonna yeah, yeah. at any age should be doing whatever the heck she wants. She's Madonna. Yeah. She's awesome. She's Madonna. I mean, and not if it wasn't Madonna, if it was somebody else. Yeah. People should be encouraged to embrace their own uniqueness and their own strength and be able to share that and generate positivity that way instead of having to go this like negative route to a point where we arrive at oh doing something positive might be better like let's just start there let's start at the do better. you think though here's something that i think is going to happen to her and and maybe and you correct me if you think i'm wrong or give me your opinion but i feel like she's never going to get any slack cut for never. her like no, she'll never. never be like where you know somebody might fall out of favor for a bit but then they're cool again i'll just say share for example not that share was ever uncool but i think there was a period where she wasn't you know in high demand let's put it like yep. that but then all of a sudden it was like she did the believe song in 99 everybody freaked out and then you know she was back yep. in high gear again mm-hmm. and i think you could even say that a little bit for let's say betty white she was always cool but i think there was a period where like, she wasn't in high demand, but then again, then she gets in Hot in Cleveland, then she does all these things, and she's hosting SNL, like, and, and now she's set for life, you know what I mean? It's that point, like I was just saying, it's that point where they realize, hey, well, maybe there is something positive. So instead of waiting and knocking yeah. down and then realizing, oh, we could lift them up, like, let's just lift them up. Yeah, but she's never going to get that. Everyone's always going to trash on Madonna, except for her fans. Yeah, and that's all that matters because everybody yeah. else is just trying to sell something that has n- less to do with her and more to do with what they want to sell. But there's so many people that have such vengeance towards her and it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like it's, she's opened so many doors for so many people mm-hmm. and it's like, and I mean, she has her faults too, just like every oh, human, for sure. but for what she's done for the pop landscape, like people should stop questioning it. Just stop it. Stop all of stop it. Stop it. Okay. So beauty, travel, and food. What more fun could be had with Drew Barrymore? I know, right? I can't believe this is happening, but of course it is because she's, and she's kind of back in the game too, right? Like, I think she took a break to raise her girls. Yeah. And now she's got a daytime talk show and now she's getting this new project. But it's awesome because the energy that she puts into every single thing that she does, you can hear how she describes uh, her connection. Now, what she's doing with uh, Beauty, Travel, and Food is a new magazine that we'll be able to buy at Walmart. Her own magazine, that's what she's launching. So, um... The quote that I grabbed from our article was that magazines are such a huge part of my life and they're such a huge part of my inspiration for everything I do, end quote. So you can totally picture her just like oozing excitement on this new venture. So I think it'll be really cool because I I think she's putting on the positive with the show. From what I've seen, it looks good. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Well, she tested well with the audience because they did like a test a year before she even started the show. And she tested well, I think, in New York City Um, because I think it's on CBS. And so she tested well. And then so she's got her daytime talk show and it's doing well, just like Kelly Clarkson is knocking it out of the ballpark. You know what I saw, though, recently is that I I think ever since the Ellen DeGeneres fiasco, um, her ratings have gone down a bit. Quite a bit. And haven't haven't come back up. No. And it's again. You mean Ellen? Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. yeah. Mm. She's lost. A, th- a million or something, uh, something like couple. that. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, it's it's the the positive spin on that is that she's got that many viewers that she you know that lose. she can still <laughs> that she can lose and still have a show. I think that uh, 
someone like Ellen will be fine. I think that she's taking uh, positive strides toward, mm-hmm. um, you know, moving past whatever was uh, was happening on behind the scenes in the hallways. Do look at her. Right. Don't do <laughs> Don't make eye contact. That's what you say to me every time I pass you at our yeah. radio station. <laughs> and still you look right I into do. my eyes. <sighs> okay, so I don't know. Do you watch The Voice? Uh, I sometimes, do. Okay, so Adam might very well know that uh, our friend Kelly here, her pal Brandy, was a part of John Legend's coaching on The Voice this mm-hmm. week. Yep. Uh, so I thought we'd do a top two on Brandy. Love her. And just before we do that, yeah. Yeah. did you you saw the news for The Voice, right? Who's Ariana, joining the cast Ariana. next year? Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. That's, That's awesome. Like, that'll be cool. I think I'm looking very forward talented. to see her she'll on be, the show. She'll be great, I think. I think she'll be yeah, great. I think so, too. So she's going to be a coach, right? Like, So who's she replacing? Yep. Uh, Nick, Nick Jonas. Jonas. Cool. But that's also interesting to mean that Gwen Stefani, I guess, is not coming back. Because it was always Gwen and Nick that seemed to interchange each other the last two or three seasons. And that's fine, well, too, that... Because uh, when it wasn't Gwen, then... Wasn't Jennifer Hudson before Gwen? Did she ever she do it? She did it a few years. Jennifer yeah. Hudson did it? Did she? Wait, was it her? I don't think Jennifer... Yeah, she threw she shoes. A Remember, she would throw shoes at them. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Yeah. She was a full-time coach? Yeah. yeah. Jennifer yeah. Hudson? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't believe it. I think she might have been like a mentor person. I don't remember Jennifer. Hudson I think ever. you might be a mental person. Maybe I'm also for saying wrong. That. Anyways. Adam, Adam is verifying with it, the. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you are. How about that? Uh, she was on The Voice UK. Ha! Ha! Not so the US version. shoes then? I, re- I, I know who. Was it, it wasn't Alicia Keys. Alicia, Alicia Keys, Keys was on there, right? Was was she, yeah, she was, was she, on, but she didn't throw any shoes. For, for the females, it's been Christina Aguilera, then Kelly Clarkson. Uh, well, I don't know in what order, but we've had Alicia Keys. There was, um, who was the other one that replaced her original? Uh, I forget. Anyways, I just don't remember Jennifer Hudson ever being like a full-time No, she was member. on with, with Kelly Clarkson, season 15 of The Voice. So she did Thank one you. season, Jennifer Hudson. And and that makes her a part of the show. Right? Um, no, she did season thirteen and then fifteen. Oh, all right. right. So well, then two I'm seasons. Wrong. Then is that correct? What was that, Cal? I was wrong. I apologize. Oh, thank you. Now you go and think <laughs> about what you've said and done. I love Kelly Clarkson. Anyways, back. Who's going to go back with Brandy to Brandy? First? Brandy. Yeah. Why don't you start, Kel, since you're best friends with her? I will. And actually, I'll just quickly cross-promote. If you'd like to watch two interviews that we did with Brandy on our YouTube channel, you can check out uh, youtube.com slash Kelly Alexander Show, and she's bam on the first page. But wait a second. By we, she means her. Well, no, because Adam <laughs> produces my show. Okay. Got and it. you're the music editor. So it's okay, really okay. still all of us. Okay, I'll take uh, it. So my favorite... Check cut. out my Brandy interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, two from um, Brandy. Two, go. Yes, here we go. So uh, back from like when it all began, Baby. Love that That's single. That's the song that they did on The Voice. Did they? That's amazing. Yeah. I love that song. And then from her, I think it's her Full Moon album, uh, she has uh, What About Us. Ooh, nice. It's like a jam. It's like a raunchy jam. A raunchy jam. I'll have yep. toast oh. with a side of raunchy jam, please. <laughs> Back to you, Adam. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with um, a track from her latest album called Say Something. Uh-huh. That is really, really good. And brings a little bit of the now to our podcast. Very good. You know, that's what I know better. And um, I'll have to go with uh, The Boy Is Mine. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Love fancy. that song. Love Solid that song. choice. 
Uh, mine uh, reflects what we're all doing right now, which is uh, sitting. So oh. I'm going to go with the uh, <laughs> Waiting to Exhale soundtrack highlight, Sitting Up My Room. I have that on a 12-inch vinyl. Did you? I do. I still have it. I love oh. it. Nice. I held it up to her when we did the interview, and she and looked she at said, it. And she said, stop. Do she it again. Did. She's like, stop being a stalker. <laughs> Put it away. Put it away, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so sitting up in my room and sitting on top of the world. Uh, both Ooh. songs have solid bass lines that just yep. make you go bite your bottom lip and do a shoulder shimmy dance. Ah, uh, yeah. Love it. So that's it. Top two from Brandy. And you guys, if you want to chime in and let us know what your top two from Brandy are, feel free anywhere on social media. Uh, don't get distracted by Madonna's uh, leather and lace lingerie. We are still also uh, available on social media in our cotton fabrics. And uh, thank you very much for finding us wherever you do and listening and passing on the good word about uh, 90s now. Still happening.